Welcome to this week's episode of the Stressed Out Dads podcast, where we touch on serious, humorous, and what-if situations that affect dads and men in general. I'm your host, Chad Patterson, and as always, I got my co-host, Tim Beecham, with me. How you doing this morning, man? How was your weekend? Oh, man, the weekend was lovely. I survived it. I didn't have to uh, kill the kids. I didn't go to jail or nothing. So it was a good weekend, man. Yeah, that's that's always good. Right on, brother. Right on. You, you you kept the peace, huh? You kept the peace. I didn't say I did that. I said I had, had a pretty good weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't end up in jail. I didn't have to kill nobody. Catch a case over the weekend. Well, that's good. That's always good, man. I, I had a good weekend, too, man. Uh, me and my wife went to uh, a friend's house over the weekend that... Uh, had a birthday. We helped her celebrate her birthday and uh, had a good time. Met some cool new people. And, uh, yeah, it was nice, man. It was nice. Well, whoever your friend is, let me say happy birthday on the podcast to him. Right on, right on, man. All right, man. So um, we got some pretty good topics on the table for this morning, man. Because I'm definitely looking forward to hearing what you going to say on this first <laughs> question, man. I can't wait to go ahead and get it out there, man. So I'm going to go ahead and hit you off with the first question, brother. All right. How old do your kids have to be before you tell them, hey, y'all, it's time for y'all to get on up out of here and get your own place? As soon as they start talking about back about 10, 11. But I know that's illegal, so... <laughs> Man, can I ever get a question? I, hey, look, first time they, they get to rolling their eyes and, and doing that kind of stuff, that's time to go. Hey, I feel you on that, brother, man. It, I tell you what, the rolling them eyes, man, to get a young and killed, brother. In my house, it will. Well, I remember um, with my mother rolling my eyes one time. You know, because when you get around you, your friends and you start doing what you see them doing, I had to be about 10, 11 years old when I rolled my eyes at her. My mother said, you better be about to close them and go to sleep or have a seizure or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what that meant, man. <laughs> yeah, I straightened that up. I turned it into a dance move. <laughs> <laughs> said he turned it into a dance move. The boogaloo, boy. Yeah, because she had that shoe in her hand. It was about to go down. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah, I, I, it's about, man, that and smacking them lips, you know, when you go, oh, oh yeah, man, man. get your head knocked off, brother. I'm surprised I still got lips many times. I didn't got smacked in the mouth for, for a time. <laughs> there was times I didn't even do it. Mama, I just got big lips. <laughs> <laughs> them soup coolers, boy. Yeah. But yeah, man, so how old do your kids have to be before you say, look, y'all, it's time for y'all to go and get the hell out of here, get your own place, do your own thing? All seriousness, when they hit 16, I think that it's time to get a job and start learning some real, get some real world experience to get them prepared for when they turn 18. I want them to get out. And I'm not expecting them to succeed because you don't know what you don't know. And right. it seemed like for whatever reason, and myself included, I'm just not picking on today's kids or back in my day type of situation. But you don't realize yeah. that the, you don't have a magic refrigerator that keeps filling up and uh, you don't have magic uh, electricity and all that kind of stuff. Uh, right. I've seen um, uh, one, one of my kids run into bath water and... They, they went to go take the trash out. The bath water just overrunning all over the place. And, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what, what was you thinking? Oh, I didn't think I was going to be that long. My friend rolled by and I was talking to him. And they just don't understand the value of anything, you know. Right, yeah. They get some clothes and accidentally rip it or whatever. So what? <laughs> yep, yep. That mom and daddy get me another pair. So so you say around about 18 I said 18, it's time time to start moving in that direction. Now, um, looking back when I was 18, man, I I wasn't in no position to get my own place yet. I did have a job, but I just, you know, I wasn't in a position yet to get my own place. And looking at my kids now, you know, well, you know, my my daughter's in college and my son, you know, is, is coming up on 18 in January. 
And, you know, this is his last year of high school. But looking at them two, and, you know, he, he my son got a, a job. My daughter had a job over the summer. Um, she's been working towards getting a job. But looking at both of them, they're not in a position to get their own place. I say between 25 and 27, my kids got to be at the house. Ooh. Now, preferably a little earlier than that, but I give them up to that point, you know, 25, maybe 27. But you're going to be out of my house damn sure before you 30. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, let me ask you this. Go ahead. Are, are you going to put up with everything that comes along with being in that age bracket? Bringing dates home? Uh, no. Maybe staying out two or three nights or, or with the girlfriend, boyfriend, or whatever, then coming back home? No. I ain't, I ain't going to put up with none of that. No. Oh, uh, you got a rough road ahead of you. <laughs> I don't have no rough road ahead of me because it's my house, my rules. <laughs> if you don't want to abide by my rules, then get the hell out and get your own damn spot. I ain't going to have no rough road because my kids know now my house my rules. And that's why I left. <laughs> if you don't want to go by my rules, then you can get the hell out and get your own place. So, I mean, it ain't going to be no rocky road for me, brother. <laughs> but, I mean, I would give them up to that point to, you know, be stable enough to get their own. Because, man, when my kids get out on their own, I want them to be able to do the best that they can possibly do to maintain living on their own and not having to come back to my damn house. Because once my kids is out, I don't want them coming back home. Unless, man, you know, something happens beyond their control that just set them back to where mom and daddy, I just need to come back home for a little bit just to, you know, get my money back right and get back on track. You know, because sometimes things in life happen that just is beyond our control. But on normal circumstances, when my kids move out, I don't want them moving back in my damn house, man. You move out, do your thing, do it right, do your money right, so you can handle being on your own. Well, do you have any measurements put in place now to prepare them for managing their money, paying bills, or anything like that? I do my best to sit down with my kids and talk to them about managing, managing your money. Um, I mean, we all going to splurge here and there, but doing your money right, teaching them how to save money, and don't live beyond your means. Yeah. Just teaching them that, the, you know, the um, value of a dollar, how to save money and things like that. And I'm not saying it's going just 100% smooth with teaching them that, but my goal is to beat it into their head, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I moved out when I was 20 and I didn't, I didn't move back home. And like I say with my kids, once you move out on your own, I want you to be able to stabilize that. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's what every parent wants. You know, at least I like to believe that. Right. What about your kids? You know, how uh, are you instilling in them, you know, manage your money, do your money right. Um, do you know, don't just blow your money when you save your money. Don't count that money towards what you got in your pocket. Oh, I got $200 in my pocket and I got $200 in savings. I do my best to teach my kids out of sight, out of mind. You know what I mean? So with you, are you know, are you instilling those same things within your kids? I am trying, but I can look in their eyes and see. Whatever, Dad. You know, I can I can, yeah, can kind of see that, and, yeah. and there's nothing like on the job experience. And I, I I think when you're out of the house, like for me, I was always told my house by rules. You don't like what I say if you ain't paying no bills in here. This that blah blah blah. So I started out trying to pay some bills to come to find out that that wasn't true. And then, uh, you know, I was about 13. I'm hustling, you know, carrying in trash cans and, you know, cutting people's grass and stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I'm paying some bills. And so I thought that was going to give me a little extra freedom. And, and my mother used to always tell me, this is not a democracy. 
in here. <laughs> you know what I'm right. right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I try, well, I'm paying bills. She says, that's still my roof. That's right. I appreciate you pitching in on the bills, but it's still my roof. Yeah, still my roof, still my rules. So I thought my next move was I just got to get out. And I always hung out with older people. So we got a, I was ruled, there was a, like a two bedroom apartment. It had to be at least a half a dozen or more people living there at any given time. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is that, you and your roommate spot? <laughs> Uh, it, it was just like a, it was the hangout spot because it was a, a guy, um, him and some of his friends had got an apartment and to help with the bills, they would let you get the floor, you, you could get the couch, whatever, whoever, whatever you got there, whatever was available, that's where you slept at. I was the youngest one there and we like partied every day. And I didn't realize what was really going on because I didn't have the foresight. But as when the first of the month, I noticed when the first of the month was coming around, the parties kind of slowed down. wasn't that many people around. Yeah. And when you got a uh, duck and dodge, when when the man's knocking on the rent guy's knocking on the door in the, from the apartment building, everybody hide, <laughs> trying to be quiet and stuff. You trying to sneak out and leave and all that other kind of stuff. And I remember going over Mama's house because there was days when I'm, you know, the refrigerator the refrigerator was empty. And, the funny thing is you go there all day knowing ain't nobody been in the grocery store, knowing ain't nothing happened. You still open right. up that door and be looking inside. <laughs> you think something done <laughs> mis- mysteriously appeared in there. Yeah, I might have missed something uh, behind that <laughs> one empty mayo jar sitting there. <laughs> right, right. And then that's when, I think that's when my realization came because I used to go over mom's house and she was like, hey, what's going on? And you know something, looking back at it, I give her credit for letting me do it. Because she could have put her foot down and said, I'm going to put you in juvenile, whatever, you know what I mean? But she let me go out there and fall on my face. Right, right. Now, she always let me know. She said, hey, if you want to come home, son, you can, but, you know, there's rules here. But I'm trying to play it off. Nah, I'm good, mom. Yeah, yeah. Because her thing was, you want to go out, you think you're grown and everything, you do what you want to do, what you think you can handle. But yeah, you still got to stay in school. That was her thing. Right, right. She said, now, if I find out I'm getting a call that you're skipping school, you're not making school, uh, I'm going to have to get involved in it. So I give her credit for doing that because I don't think most parents would let no 13-year-old kid, you know, go out and try to experience the world. Nah. You know what I mean? Man, my mama was heartbroken when I moved out, dude. Uh, and, but she did tell me if I wanted to come back home, I always, you know, had a room and you know, I moved out because I felt it was time for me to move out. You know, it, it didn't have anything to do with me not wanting to follow her rules or anything like that. You know, like with my kids, my son just started his job a couple months ago. And he's, you know, getting into the groove of working on a regular basis and things like that. And he, like he said to me, <laughs> he said to me the other day, it's like, dang, daddy, because, you know, it, before he had his J-O-B, it was me and mama putting gas in the car. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, um, you know, he said to me the other day, dang, daddy, man, I had to fill up the tank. That was about $30. I said, yeah, you see, you see now. I said, you see now you got to take in consideration of that gas and and all that, and I said, you know, that gas add up, it hit your pockets. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to, you know, keep keep some on, uh, some money set to the side for my gas, and cause that that gas it get expensive. I'm like, yeah, you see now, this is what me, me and your mama was keeping gas in that car, man. So you know, he just he's starting to see. When you making your own money and then you got things to pay. And this is just gas. We ain't even gave him no bill to pay yet. Wait till you got to pay a little bill around here or something, man. You know, I'm not saying that they totally getting it and it's, it's a smooth ride of me instilling these values of a dollar. And this is how you need to do your money and you need to save. I'm not saying it's going smooth, but, you know, they they slowly getting it, man. That's all we can do is hope. Yeah, that's that's about it, brother. Timbo, if you ain't got nothing else to add on that uh, topic right there, I think we're going to 
Go to a quick commercial break, man. Uh, just one last thing. Um, I talked to your son, and he promised me $5, man. I still didn't receive it. <laughs> I, just, I just want to throw that out there, man. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I'm going to holler at him, but, but good luck on getting that five, man. <laughs> Y'all uh, hang in there. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Chad Patterson, host of Stressed Out Dads, and I'd like to take this time to thank y'all for tuning in every week to the podcast, and I really appreciate your positive feedback and support. So if you'd like to help keep this thing going, you can always stop by stressedoutdads.com forward slash donate and leave a little something. Remember, there's no donation too big or small. Every little bit counts. But what counts most importantly is you, the listener. Now let's get back to the episode. All right, y'all, welcome back to the Stressed Out Dads podcast. Before the break, we discussed how old does your kids need to be before you say, hey, it's time for y'all to get out on your own and get your own place. All right, Timbo, you still with me, brother? Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, I'm going to go ahead and uh, hit you off with this next question, man. All right, so we discussed... You know, at what age do, does your kids need to be before you say, hey, it's time for y'all to get the hell out of here. But how old is too old to be moving back in with your parents? Move, uh, so they already moved out yeah. and they want to move back in. Yeah. For, for, you know, whatever reason, you know, how old is it? How old is too old where you say, look, uh, y'all can't move back in here. Well, well, there's my answer, then there's the politically correct answer. And my answer is, <laughs> is bruh, one question. Just one question. Can I get one question without you up there laughing? Oh, my, my bad, brother. My bad, man. <laughs> my answer is, uh, when they gone, I'm going to relocate. So they ain't going to know where I'm at, you know. <laughs> wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So once they move, you moving, and you ain't going to tell them where you live. No, I'm not. Come on, man. Bruh, we, we can meet out in the parking lot if you need a few dollars or something. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, you just ain't going to tell them your address or nothing, man. No, man, I'm going to dodge them like, like a bill collector, man. I, I'm I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, well, they get in contact with you and they like, look, 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 Pop. I hate to ask, but can can I move back home for a little bit? They're gonna get a dial tone. <laughs> you gonna you gonna hang up on them? Then I'm gonna text them, tell them my battery low. I'm gonna hit them back. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna call them back. <laughs> well, look, okay. So what if what if your son or your daughter contact you? Look, Dad, um, I ran on some hard times. Mm-hmm. And I I just need to move back home for a little bit just to get back on my feet, you know, to get get my money back right. I just I just hit some hard times. Can can I move back home? And and say at that time they they round about thirty five. I think you don't be listening because as soon as they say, Dad, look, I hit on some hard times. Hey hey hey, son, my battery's getting low. Let me call you back. <laughs> and, well, I'm not going through all that. I'm not going through all that. So, in other words, you ain't going to let them move back home at all for nothing. I can't see that. They don't know where I live. Now, you being 100% truthful. Listen, here. for all their life, I couldn't have no nice stuff because they, the way they did, they, they, it didn't mean nothing to them. And I managed to keep a roof over their head for all them years. Right. Now, if you would have been paying attention in class, you be doing the same thing. But however you mismanage your money or whatever happened, uh, I wish you the best, man. I, I'm going to text them over a list of homeless shelters or whatever they need. <laughs> I'll tell them, look, go to 7-Eleven. I'll put a little gift box. Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to tell them, go to 7-Eleven. I'll put a little gift box out there for you. Give them some, like, some blankets and, you know, the little... Gloves, or you break the pack open and keep your hands warm. You know, I'm gonna I'm support them, just not in my house again. So, bro, you let so just to put everything in a nutshell, mm-hmm. you go, <laughs> man, you go let your youngins be on the street 
No, I didn't let them be on the street. The decisions <laughs> they made got them on the street. <laughs> I mean, you got you got a point there, but like I say, sometimes some bad things happen in your life that that was you know. Say your kids was just man, they was on track. Everything was good. Like take for instance the pandemic. The pandemic, man, mm-hmm. we wasn't even looking for the pandemic to hit. Right, it, it hit out the blue, and some people, some people lost their jobs, man, and they, you know, they managed their money well and stuff. And some people lost their jobs. Okay, did did you lose your house during the pandemic? No, nah. you kept a roof over them kids' heads, didn't you? Yeah. Okay, I lost 41% of my income. I set the family down. I said, look, y'all going to have to tighten up. It might be beanies and weenies around here for a while. Right, right, right. Now, 10 minutes after the conversation, my daughter come out and say, I, am I going to still get school clothes? Now, <laughs> what I called her in my head was not... Stressed out dad's podcast material. <laughs> and some people probably ain't gonna never tell the truth and say that they, they do think about it. But I called her all kind of blankety blanks in, in my head. Right, right, right. Couple days later, my son talking about some new video game, this, that, that he wanted to download. I said, well, how much the video game? Well, it's $80, but it's on sale for 75 There ain't no sale right now, son. No, there ain't <laughs> no sale. That's a trick to get you to buy. Then my wife telling me uh, uh, Michael Kors having some kind of sale in, in the bag is usually four ninety nine. I can get it for three ninety nine. But well, wait a minute. I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out. Didn't you tell them that that we gonna have to tighten up? Bruh, everybody sitting in the front room. The speech is going down. Everybody looking at me. Uh, you know, like I had to tell uh, you know something. Put the phones down. Everybody, put their phones down. And, unless y'all streaming me live on what I'm saying right now, <laughs> right? And I swear for God, you know, because you know it was kind of hurting discussion. I needed to take a chance to reevaluate our situation and see where we were really at. Because you know, I had some other stuff going on, investments and stuff like that. And then for my daughter to come out. Now, at this time, they didn't say the schools were shutting down or nothing like that. This was probably a couple of weeks into it. Right. My daughter come out. Dad, uh, am I still going to get some school clothes? It took Jesus to keep the words that was in my head from coming out of my mouth. (laughs) And I told you, I'm a petty dude, man. I'm a petty dude. If you right. if you stole my Hot Wheel car in kindergarten and I see you today, I'm gonna kick a dent in your car or something. So <laughs> it's going down. So so the the, the answer to your question, now nah, I tell them right now. They say, "Well, will you kick us out?" Uh, will you? I said, "No, I'm I'm not gonna kick you out per se." Like like for example, my daughter quit one job and she got every excuse in the book. I'm looking, I can't find, if you cannot find a job in this time period, yeah, I promise you, you ain't looking good. any city in the United States, you could drive down the main street, and I promise you there's signs in the window begging to hire people. Yeah, boy. Yeah. So I told her just last night, I'm going to give you next week to find a job. If you don't find a job, then we going job hunting together. Mm-hmm. And I said, let me explain to you what, what you're doing. You're giving up your little flexibility and freedom that you that you want so bad. Because if you can't make a good decision, that means somebody's going to make it for you. And that's the way life is. Right. So, no, they can. And I told them, when y'all leave, man, I said, I want to walk around my, if I want to sit out on my couch butt naked, that's what I'm doing. Well, bro, look, man, can you let me know something? Yes, sir. Because I plan to be coming for another visit here soon, brother. Mm-hmm. If you have been sitting on your couch naked, can you let me know before I walk in so I don't <laughs> sit on your damn couch, man? I'm going to spray some Lysol something on it for you, bro. I'll, I'll make sure it's straight. <laughs> I appreciate that, brother. But it's just having to be able to have that freedom. Now, I'm not saying having kids are bad. You know what I mean? It's just... Yeah, it's all in God's plan. And I don't know what His plan was. If it was the tortured parents, or I don't know what it was, but I can't imagine hell being too much worse than some of the experiences that you go through. 
especially dads, man. Especially dads. Yes, man. man. How I feel on you know kids moving back home, man. Like you're ready to go out on your own, and I set you out, and um, I have instilled in you good things that you kept in your head regarding money and how to manage your money and how to save your money right, then you should be straight when you do get out on your own and you shouldn't have to move back home. Now, I will say if if things, if something just happens out of your control to where it just, you know, things just went downhill for you and you got to get back on your feet. Yeah, you can come back home for a little bit. Now, again, nothing changed. My house, my rules. I don't give a damn how old you are. My house, my rules. If you don't want to follow any rules while you here trying to get back on your feet, then you can't come back here. But if it did come down to my kids just having to move back home for for unexpected reasons of something that just happened that pushed them back, a little bit and they just got to get back on their feet then yeah they can come back home for a little bit but when i say a little bit i mean don't come back home getting too doggone comfortable thinking oh i'm back home and i was only supposed to be home for about two months just to get myself back on my feet and and you know it's 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 been a year now nah, we ain't talking with that ain't that ain't gonna work right there come back home to get back on your feet and you go back out and get your own, you know, your spot again. You know, because I've, I've seen um, family members that had to, you know, things just happened where they had to move back home for a little bit. You know, so things do happen in life sometimes. Because, you know, when this pandemic hit, brother, things got tight for the Pattersons, man. It was tight for everybody. Man, I'm going to tell you that. I've never seen it work like that where a kid comes back home and they're just home for a few months. They're always there longer than expected. Right, right. And I I was just telling my kids why that happens a a few days ago. I was telling them, you always want to have your own and put yourself in a position. If if you and your significant other, whatever you're doing, gets an apartment, you want to make sure that uh, your significant other can carry the bills if something happened to you or did you right. carry the bills if something happened to them? Yeah. But when you say, man, if we join forces, we can get this bigger apartment with this and that and this. That's bad money management, man. Uh, you, you see it every day. Like I've I, I seen, uh, and, and let me phrase this. There's a, uh, a guy that uh, he and I talk often and he's always talking about he's going to start doing something on the internet, but he never does. Mm-hmm. I don't watch. I don't watch this guy over the years. Um, he got like it's, it's not a Harley. It's, I think it's called a Goldwing. It's one of those big with the saddlebag motorcycles and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. I saw him. You know, get a new Mustang, and his kids both got those little smart car. It's not a smart car, but it looks like a smart car. And his he lives at like a single family ranch house. The boat is so big, it's almost the size of the house that, that he got. And, and I used to tell him all the time, I said, man, I said, uh, you, you set yourself up for a disaster. And I, he would always be complaining about the bills and stuff like that. He complaining about his bills, but he, he ain't managing his money right? Well, I just seen that, you know, his credo was, well, you only live once and I, I'm going to have everything I have because you can't take it to the grave with you. So when that pandemic hit, I didn't see him for a while, but the area, you know, I always drive by where he lives at. And you can't help but see the house because it has this big-ass boat there. Yeah. So I didn't see the little smart cars there no more. And I, I just didn't think nothing of it. I figured the kids moved out or whatever. I didn't see that Mustang sitting out in front of the house. And then the one day I come by there, the boat was gone. Then, you know, a, a month or so later, I come by there. It had like a sticker on the label where they had foreclosed on the house. Mm. So it wasn't until almost a year later that I ran into Well, actually, the only reason I, because he had grew a beard out. I mean, he looked different. And um, he looked suspicious, you know, in, in the store. And I went up to him, you know, said, so-and-so, hey, what's going on, man? He said, oh, I thought that was you. And I'm thinking, man, you knew that was me. You know what I'm saying? Right, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. I said, what's going on? Uh, uh, 
the kids and his wife moved back out to the state that they're from. I don't even want to say that. Moved out to the state they're from, and they ended up getting a divorce. And he's in a one-bedroom apartment mm. in, in, in a pretty shady neighborhood. And all he kept talking about, I think this dude wanted to give me a hug in the store. And I'm like, man, well, I'm thinking to myself, this dude better not start crying up in here because the way he was talking. <laughs> right, You see right, his yeah. bottom lip shaking, his eyes watering up. Yeah. You know, saying, I wish I would have, could have. And I know I messed up when I moved out. And my pride wouldn't let me come back home. I knew I could have, mm-hmm. but my pride wouldn't let me come back home. Right now, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know your your daughter like that, except for you know because she's always gone or doing her thing. Mm-hmm. Well, your son and I had talked a few times, and I told you the first time I met your son, he was going to be a rock star. He got that it factor. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So uh, let me ask you: out of your two kids, if one of them had to come back home. Which one would you say going to do it and why? <laughs> see, now I can hear, see everybody know that breath me. Yeah, uh, everybody know the breath. Everybody know the breath. And I'm going to go ahead and hit you off with the next one that everybody know. Man, uh, if I had to say, I had to say my daughter, man. And can you answer why you feel that way, or do you just want to skip Because, over? you know, I've, I've always, because, um, you know, my daughter was the first one that had got a job. Like I said, uh, she's had, a, you know, a few little jobs, like, uh, you know, like babysitting when she was younger. And then the recent job she had over the past summer, and, you know, she made some decent little money. And... um you know, she did handle her own gas and things like that. But um I'm still working on getting this getting this to stick in her head, but she's she's not the best with money, man. She's not the best with managing money. She's not the best with saving money at all. You know, and I'm I'm still working on it. Like I said, man. But if she continued to go that route, she would be the the one that be can I come back home and get myself back on track but I'm working for that not to happen because like I say when my kids move out I don't want them moving back home man I want them to be stable minded where they can stay stable financially now what if your kids uh, you know they're going out there doing their thing uh, life hits them hard and they say uh, dad can me and my family Come and stay with y'all for a little bit. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy, man! <laughs> Me and my family, <laughs> and that's where I'm with you. You get your mind stable, <laughs> where you can manage your money right and manage your your living right, and you get with somebody that's on that same mind frame to where I got you if something happened. You know, if if I got this. If something happened in your job and vice versa, you got this if something happened to their job. Because when it come to you done got with somebody, y'all done got married or long-term relationship, y'all got some kids, and then you calling me for you and your significant other and your youngins to move back in? Well, well let, let, me, let me turn it up a little bit. What if either one of your kids... I mean, working at a plant factory, it closed out, whatever. Uh, something horrible happened. Yeah. Uh, beyond their control. Yeah. And they got three kids, three, five, and seven. Uh-huh. That uh, they want to come in because uh, their parents is nowhere around. You know, the, 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 their significant other's parents is nowhere around. They ain't got no family on that side. Uh-huh. You all they got. Three kids, three, five, and seven. And this is one of my kids? Yeah, one of your kids. You know, they bad luck with him and they want to come home. Three, five, and seven is the age of the kids coming back home. Mm-hmm. Living in your house. What's your next move, big time? What's your next move? Oh, have mercy, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, man, that's them my grandkids, man. So, <sighs> Lord, man, you make my head itch asking me that damn question, man. 
I mean, they my grandkids, man. We, I, I had to let them come back for a little bit to get on their feet. But man, I'm had to make sure. Look, look here. Well, before y'all, before you, and any of y'all even step in the door, y'all can't be here. But like six months. Get you. You better make sure you're getting your stuff together. You getting your money right, and I'm gonna make sure because I'm gonna be asking you every day. Hey, you getting your money right? You looking for a place? You stacking your chips? I'm asking you every day. I'm gonna be on your tail every day because when it comes six months, six months up, y'all got to get out of here. I don't know what you're gonna do, but you're gonna have to get get out of here. I don't know if I ever said this on the air or not, but I'm gonna say it this time because you've heard me say it before. I've always said you're a better man than me. And I, so I give you kudos to you. Kudos to you on that. Yeah, I mean, because, I, man, I just think that my grandkids, man, and my grandkids. Because being out on my own, I done been through some hard times, man. Now, I didn't go back home. Yeah. But I done been through some hard times. So I know how hard times be. Um, but, again, if they did have to move back in my house, you're not moving here to stay here. And if you're moving here thinking you're moving in and you done got comfortable, and, yeah, we're going to stay longer than uh, what our time limit is, If and, and we planning on just moving in, and we was, we'll start getting right later on, not, then you might as well go and get the hell out now. Well, that's never the intention. I, they, they probably believe that they're going to be out in six months. I'm going to make sure they're out in six months. I'm giving you a chance to move back in here to get right. If that's not what you sticking to, then when six months come, you got to get out. So what if they done everything right and life still beating them down and, and there's just nothing there? They just they've been putting in the effort, but been having a streak of bad luck. Man, you making this? I'm I'm about to end this podcast right now. You making this episode right now? You making this real hard for me? I'm trying to I'm trying to talk nice on here, man. Okay, you you I'm messing it? I'm, I'm gonna let that, I'm gonna let that go. I'm gonna let that go because I, I know your family gonna be listening to it and saying, "Dad, would you really?" <laughs> All right, I, I, I'm gonna let that go. <laughs> but. What you're saying, and I totally get what you're saying. Things can happen. But my whole meaning of what I'm saying is, say I had to move back home, and mom was like, okay, I'm going to give y'all five months to you know get on your feet and, and find you another place. Dude, I'm going to do my best to get out there within two months. Yeah, yeah. I know that things happen, but I'm going to do my best to grind to get up out there in two months because, man, when I moved out, I didn't ever want to go back home. I ain't ever, I didn't, I didn't ever want to have to move back home, man. I've seen people move back home that didn't move back out. I've seen family members that hit on hard times for whatever reasons that moved back home and didn't never leave home no more, man. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't want that to be me, man. You know, and I wouldn't want that to be my kids either. I understand you, brother. I hear you. I hear everything you're saying. But what, Timbo? Ain't no but what. I'm just saying I hear what you say. Uh-huh. Is this a, a joke time? There is not a joke in there, man. There you know what? You ain't did a good joke in this episode, though, man. Well, first of all, I don't be joking. I'll be telling the truth. No, yo, you, you be joking. You be making up lies on the fly that be funny. Bro, listen. All right, well, we going to both see when... Uh, now, I hope your kids never ask to come back home or never have to. I hope they don't either, man. But if they do, I am going to play this... Po- I'm going to be driving up and down your street with a big speaker on top of my car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you this before we, before we end this episode, man. You talk big, big game, but I know... Your heart, man. I know your heart. And I know that if something happened with one of your kids and they got a family, they, you got some little grandbabies and everything, and they just fell on some crazy hard times. I know you nah, gonna. I don't know. I, I know you might like to believe that, and I would like to believe it, but I got a list, just like Santa man, Claus. Like man, like I say, <laughs> I, I know you, man. I know you. 
I tried to tell you I'm petty. When they get their own place, I'm going over there turning the water on. I'm turning all the <laughs> lights on. Kids just don't appreciate a doggone thing until they have to buy it for they sell. And that's why I'm telling you. When they call me up and say, Dad, uh, my husband, Rick James, lost his job. And, <laughs> Rick James. Well, you know, I'm just, I don't want to. You know, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I lost his job. Can me and the kids come back with you? And the kids three, five, and seven. It's not happening. I'm going to say, baby, remember when I used to have those talks with you about how tough life was and how you got to deal with what was happening. I advise you to deal with it. Let me know how it turned out for you. Now, what if they living on the street, man? You got... uh say your your son and his wife and they got three three kids and they all for real for real sleeping on the street man i'm gonna be disappointed bro i'm gonna be disappointed man you talk big game but I i'm know trying you, to man. tell you i'm gonna say let god work through you let god work through you that's what i'm saying that that that's what god meant for you to go through who am i to argue with god's plan <laughs> Man, you wrong for that. I am, I am, you wrong I, for that, I am man. telling you the 100% true, bro. I'm telling you the 100% true. I've seen it happen repeatedly. I just need a place to lay my head. For, yeah, for I the, mean, I done seen it, too. I done seen I, it, too. I'm man. not going to be that statistic. You had everything that you needed. You had way more than what I had. You ain't got no excuse. If you, if you picked a, a, a husband or a wife, they, they build birdhouses for a living, and you thought that that was going to be the, the thing. Hey, you threw the dice. You crapped out. Y'all going to come back, man. Y'all going to come back. Make sure that you're secure in that car at night. Keep the car payment up so you at least have a, a warm place to stay. Because they ain't going to know where I live. They ain't going to know where I live. My grandkids need need diapers or whatever. I meet you at 7-Eleven parking lot. We do the exchange, and... Give you a hug, see how everybody doing. I come to your house or whatever, but that's it. Well, I guess that's where you gonna stand on it, then. I, I guess that's where you gonna stand. Like I say, man. Matter of fact, I can have Amazon drop them off. Drop off whatever what, they need. Drop off the diapers. Whatever they need. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They are deliver now. You know something? You and your wife gonna end up raising some grandbabies. Nah, bro, you better quit that now Because I ain't raising no grandbabies now I just want to put that on there so when it happened I'm going to be playing this episode No, bro, no I ain't raising no grandbabies now I ain't raising I don't raise two kids I ain't raising they kids That's for sure, for sure Right there I want all the listeners to download this episode Upload it into the cloud So you will have it Cause we're gonna be doing the episode where you're gonna no, hear you gonna hear some no. kids in the you background. No, man, you ain't doing that, man. <laughs> you you gonna hear some kids in the background, and you gonna hear me say, "Check, oh, that's the grandbaby," and you gonna hear week after week that he finally gonna break down, tell me the truth, man. <laughs> you crazy? Me and my wife decided. No. <laughs> me and my wife decided nothing, man. The only way I'm raising some grandkids is if something, Lord forbid, but if something. Tragic happened to my kids. Besides that, I'm not raising their kids. Okay, man. you know something? I, I would do that too. I, I would break down on that situation right there. But right, right, yeah. But I'm not. I'm. I'm not raising nobody. I'm not raising my kids. Kids, when you out doing your thing and getting babies and think I'm gonna raise a man, they, they don't lost their mind. Well, let me you ask. Don't you. get me to really cussing up on here talking like that. Well, man. well let me add on to this, ask you one more thing. Different scenario. Mm-hmm. Son or daughter don't make a difference because I, I don't want your kids to hear this. Think I'm picking on one or the other. Um, they significant another. Some something bad happened. You know, God called them to the upper room. Yeah, and they got to regroup. You know, not only you know from mental, you know the whole thing. Just going through that experience. Mm-hmm. So uh, they come home and it's been it's been about a year. Now wait a minute. You say you say God called them. To the upper room. No, that's God, when you pass. No, God called their significant other to the upper room. Oh, okay, and, and they, okay, I got you. And things fell apart. 
I got you. And they want to come back home. They got three kids. And, uh, you know, they getting themselves back together. They doing everything right. But in that process of trying to get back out there, they say, Dad, do you mind watching the kids while I go hang out a little bit, whatever? Nah, wait a minute. Back up. Say that again. Let me. Just that last part. Okay, they're back home getting on their feet. Everything's going good. They're putting forth the effort. They're recovering from this tragic incident. Yeah. But now they want to go hang out a little bit as, as things are getting better with some co-workers mm. or whatever. Dad, do you mind watching the kids? Why? You know, I go hang out a little bit, have a few beers or whatever. And this is just going on like, you know, every weekend. This is <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Wait a minute. I'm going to go ahead and stop you right there. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and stop you right there. Now, you know, they come to me one time. Daddy, can, can you know, can you mind, you mind if I just get out of the house for a little bit? Go, uh, my friends don't invite me. You know, they just want to take me out to clear my head or whatever. And do you mind watching the kids just for the night? I give you one time, man. But but if I keep giving you more times, you're going to take advantage of that that more time. So, no, one one time is good. Rest of the time, you better make plans, you know, to do a little uh, take your kids with you now. Because, <laughs> no, it's not going to be because I, I, I know my youngins, you give them jokers one time, they're going to want five times. <laughs> so, no, uh-uh. one time, I understand one time. Yeah, yeah, we, I, I chill with the kids. They can chill with me. Um, y'all, you you go out and you know enjoy yourself for a little bit. You be be back at this time, to, so you can watch these youngins now. But no, nah, it ain't gonna be more than one time. After that one time, where well, you better take your youngins with you. Oh, but they they forty years old, and you gonna make them uh be back home with a certain time. <laughs> yeah, because again, let me say it again, brother. My house, my rules. If you if you don't move back in my house to get back on your feet, whether you know it be a you lost your significant other to some you know they the, a passing or something like that. You know I understand you're gonna have that grieving time, and then it's gonna be you know time to start getting back on your feet. And if you're gonna be moving back in my house and all that, and you asking me to watch your kids, yeah, you gonna have a curfew to come back. And get your deck on youngins and watch your own youngins. <laughs> I mean, okay, so I mean, put yourself in that situation, man. Bruh, you you say fat meat ain't greasy or something, because I done told you, that ain't never happened. Well, I mean, okay, so you even said yourself something tragic happened. And your kid had to come back home with their kids. You would let them come back home yes. for a little bit. You already done said that. Yes. Okay, so put yourself in that situation where you taking the kids, your grandkids out and about, and your kids like, well, do you mind if I go to a friend's house for a couple hours or whatever? You already done said, you know, you you and the grand grandkids gonna do this today. That give your your kid the time to take a little time to themselves and go out for a couple hours, and then all of a sudden you back home. Couple hours and turn into eight hours. What you gonna no, do? No, 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 no. That, that, that is that's like uh, the devil coming back, beating up on Jesus. That had never happened. If I'm out with the kids and and we doing something, I'm gonna call my son, daughter, whoever, and say, "Hey, where you at? I'm still over so and so house. I'm on my way, and I'm gonna take the kids where we're at." <laughs> hey, I feel your dad, man. Paul, Paul, time up. I don't change no diapers. <laughs> I ain't doing none of that. I ain't doing none of that. I feel you, man. I feel you. Like I, like I say, man, one time, okay. Then you better be back when I tell you to. But ain't going to be no more time. Oh, can I say, yeah, you, you, go, you can take the kids with you, too. Go and take the youngest with you. You going out You going out to the bar to chill? You better have three extra bar stools for them youngins to sit on That's right, because I'm going to train them. When your when your daddy get dressed, you get dressed. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. That's right, man. I mean, but in the, in the end, my goal is to instill that in my kids. And like I say, man, you know, it's it's a, it's a journey right now. 
but they are still young, not young, young. I mean, they, you know, my daughter, they pretty much the adults. You know, my son about to be 18, my daughter be mm, 20. Mm, mm. That's hard to believe. On that note, man, I think we done covered these uh, topics very well, man. All right. Thank y'all for always stopping back by and checking out the Stressed Out Dads podcast. We enjoy doing these episodes for y'all. We enjoy the fact that y'all enjoy these episodes. Spread the word about the, the podcast. Also, subscribe to the podcast. Rate the podcast. Leave your comments because that lets other people know that stumble upon the podcast, whether the podcast is worth giving a listen or not. If you hadn't done so yet, just stop by the Stressed Out Dads merch shop at shop.stressedoutdads.com. We got some nice t-shirts in there for y'all to choose from. We got uh, new merchandise coming soon. So just, you know, whenever you get a chance, stop by shop.stressedoutdads.com and check out what we got in there. Um, help your, your fellow man, help your neighbor. Kindness goes a long way. And we need a lot more kindness in the world. And a lot more of us coming together and helping one another instead of hurting one another and trying to break each other down. I'm your host, Chad Patterson. And Timbo, you want to add anything before we roll out? Uh, yes, sir. Stressed Out Dads is taking a donation to help support the show. And I am personally taking gas donations. If you know gas price is a little bit high, if you want to donate some gas to me, uh, you can send it to P.O. Box, I need gas.com. Um, <laughs> bruh, I said quiet through your hey, whole. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a minute, you said P.O. P.O. Box, I need gas.com. Yeah, it's a new site, man, where you transfer gas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, hey, y'all, as high as gas prices is, hey, y'all can break me off a little <laughs> gas money, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I tell you what, Timbo, I really enjoy doing these episodes with you, brother. Yeah, same here, bro. Even uh, just one time, I would like for me to get my answer out without you giggling, man. Maybe you can hit the mute uh, button or something. I apologize, brother. I do apologize. They just be so damn funny, though, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Take care. Hold it down, do what you do, and we'll get with y'all in the next podcast episode.